0: Hello and welcome to High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, The Recap, The Podcast. And today we're looking at High School Musical, The Musical, The Series, The Season 2, The Episode 2, Typecasting. And what is this, Mamma Mia 2? Because here we go again. And I must say, I loved this episode. I thought it was great. I love an audition scene. An audition scene where they split up everyone singing into little cuts, like in High School Musical and Pitch Perfect. I love it. That's my bread and butter, I ate that up. So we start the episode with Ricky doing the recaps. He's just saying how there's so much change happening in his life, it's just a really tough time for him. He says he thought this year was going to be a beauty, and I thought he was gonna say it's looking like a duty. but he says, I thought this year was gonna be a beauty, but it's looking like a beast. Hilarious. So Mr. Mazzaro is doing the announcements. And he's telling the students to slide into his DMs, which I don't think sounds appropriate, or it doesn't sound like he thinks it sounds. And he also ends saying, from my mouth to yours. And Miss Jen's like, oh, better not say that. And I agree, Miss Jen, not appropriate. So then all the gang's chatting about the show. Who's gonna apply for what role? Uh, Carlos says he wants a megot, and Big Red's like, what's a megot?" And everyone's like, get with it, Big Red. It means Menkies, Emmys, Grammys, Oscars, Tonys. Everyone knows what a megot is. Like, use your context clues. What would the M be? It's the Menkies, what we're talking about. So EJ says he's not going for the beast because he only has the bandwidth for a supporting role. And EJ, I get it. I get it. It's a lot to take on a lead role. And... Sometimes you get a lead and you can't handle it, like Ricky. Ricky had some problems with the lead role last year. And I think everyone's worried he's gonna have some problems with the lead this year, but we'll just have to wait and see. That's TBD. TBD on HSMTMTS. But EJ isn't going for the best. He just wants a supporting role. And he ends up getting Gaston, which is technically a supporting role, but it's still a big role. (laughs) That's a big number, big fight scene at the end. It's a big role, so hopefully he has the bandwidth for that. Oh, and Ricky's indicating that he might not be able to do the show. See, he's flighty. He's a flighty guy. But we flash back to two weeks ago when Nene was about to leave, and he got her a half-off snow globe as a gift, which is impressive because it's a it's a big step up from his song last week. He's progressed from spending no money to at least buying a half-off gift. It's cute. It's cute, Ricky. Good job. So then this new girl arrives and she's pretending to be super sweet and she's like getting a group photo with everyone being like, you guys inspired me to audition this year, which is the complete opposite of what her personality ends up being like. It's a total flip. But at first I'm like, okay, she's like a cute little Emma Stone. And EJ's like, oh, you can tag me in Insta. My handle is Guy. Isn't that great? <laughs> So then What's Her Face is saying how she wants to do a duet with three people and she has some sort of technical fancy term for it that no one's ever heard of. So I'm just going to call it a throuette. It's a throuette. And she thinks that's a great idea so they all can audition at the same time. And no, babe, because the point of an audition is to stand out against other people. It's not a group thing. A group audition is a bad idea in my humble opinion. And also, would it ever happen? Would it ever happen? And also the auditions are just done in front of everybody. Like, is this standard practice in American high schools? I would imagine auditions are just like you and the the audition panel. So you and Miss Jen in a room, but everyone's watching and commenting and cheering on. Like, I know that happens in the high school musical movies as well, but I would be so intimidated. And Gina pulls out of the thruette. She's like, hey, uh." I think I'm just gonna audition for my role. And I was like, yep, great decision. Good job. I would have done the same, babe. And Big Red's worried about auditioning. So Ricky gives him a bit of a pep talk. And Big Red's cute. Big Red's like, oh, I'm worried I'll let Ashlyn down. Oh, see, I do know her name. It's Ashlyn. It just came to me. (laughs) I sometimes forget and I just say, what's the face? But it's Ashlyn. So he doesn't wanna let Ashlyn down. What else happened? So Carlos bought 10,000 Instagram followers. And the other gay followed them all back because he thought they were real people. They're just really making the other gay seem so dumb. So then Ricky's FaceTiming NeNe, that, that scene wasn't super interesting. But then Mr. Mr. Mazzy, Mr. Maz walks past, who, by the way, is such an attractive teacher. Like the actor who plays him, that's a good looking guy. I just thought that needed to be said. So Mr. Mazzy's like, hey, Ricky, you're a piece of shit. That's, that's effectively what he's saying. He's like, you're unreliable, you're a slacker, you're lazy, no one can depend on you. And Ricky's like, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So good on Mr. Mazzy for laying down the tough love. He needed to hear it. And then Carlos is like, hey, Gina, I wanna be co-choreographer. And she is so not co-into it. She's so co-annoyed that everyone wants to co-her and she co-rejects them. So we get to the auditions. It's going to be a two-step process. So there's a group vocal warmup singing Belle from Beauty and the Beast, which I love. And then they can do their individual songs, which can be original, which can be anything they want that the creators have the rights to. And that's the format they're going with. And yeah, I loved the group vocal warm-up. It's great. It didn't really feel like it was a group vocal warm-up, It sort of just seemed like they just got random people to sing random bits, but I loved it. So What's her face was killing it, she was great, Courtney did a good job, the new girl was good. She wasn't incredible, but she was good. But I thought the other gay was amazing. I was like, other gay, you should be Belle. So then we go back to drama camp. So Nini's in this drama boarding house, strict little camp place, and it's giving me Niada vibes. Remember when when Rachel from Glee went to Niada? It's very Niada-esque. And it's not Nini's style. She's immediately wanting to mix things up, change things around. For example, she thinks instead of auditioning, let's just reinterpret the text and say whatever the hell we want. And that teacher, he was not into it. And I sort of agree, like it's day one NeNe, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. But the teacher kept calling her Nina. And I was like, well, you're a nasty piece of work, mate. And he tells her that she has to be on vocal rest, which, she breaks almost immediately, but we do get a nice little confessional where she does the love actually thing with the, with the writing on the posters and you move the posters. It's cute. It's cute, but also widely impractical. Does she just sit there drawing in these posters for 20 minutes in order to give a two second confessional to the cameras that aren't really there? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so we're back at the auditions new girl thinks that her and Gina are the contenders. And then she says, smiley face emoji, even though she was already smiling, she's got to say smiley face emoji. So that's when you're starting to think, okay, little Emma Stone wannabe, she's a bit of a nasty one. She's a bit fake. She's a bit of a plastic. And Gina sticks up for her friends. Guys, I like Gina. I've got to admit, I'm a Gina fan. And then Courtney and What's Her Face are getting up to do their throuette. And... They're like, it's meant to be a song for three people, but we're two people. So we're gonna do it together as two people, even though it's designed for three people. Like they're really laying it on thick that it's meant for three people. And Gina's like, all right, all right, I'll do it. And so then she gets up, they do it. And thank God Gina got up by the way, because all the lyrics are like, we're one, two, three. It's like if they did six, the musical with five people, it wouldn't have worked as well. And apparently Ashlyn wrote this song and the lyrics are like, I don't know about cooking something about a recipe being spicy and sweet and sexy, like a sexy recipe. I don't know, but I liked it, but it's not too catchy. It's not gonna be one that's gonna be on my like Spotify radar, but I enjoyed it. The Corrie was nice. The jumpsuits were nice. This is a fantastic show. Everything's great, but the song wasn't too much of an earworm. Like I don't need a song about a sexy recipe. And we have a few more scenes at Niada. NeNe breaks vocal rest to get an assignment to learn the school anthem. And so when she's reading the lyrics later, she can hear the anthem being sung. And it's like, did the Sorting Hat write this? It's very Sorting Hat song start of the year type thing. And we're all thinking, this isn't NeNe. This is a clash with NeNe's personality for sure. And after the group vocal warm up, we get their individual songs and Ricky does bet on it and he bombs. He bombs on it. And we only saw like a second of it, but I could already tell that he bombed. He was like, you can bet on me. And they didn't really highlight the fact that he was bombing. Miss Jen has a little confessional where she's like, he's flighty, but he's amazing. And I was like, what? Are we hearing the same things? It sounded like he was bombing. And then he gets the part, he gets the bass. So maybe he wasn't bombing, but I thought he was bombing. And then Big Red storms the stage and he starts bombing as well. He does a tap dance routine and falls over. But then Ricky's like, come on, Big Red, you've got this. And everyone's like, yay, Big Red. So he just does a tap routine. And Miss Jen writes the perfect LeFou on the piece of paper, which, I mean, I called that. I thought he was gonna be LeFou, but I mean, LeFou sings. LeFou sings Gaston. He's not just doing pratfalls on the stage. And generally in an audition, you're meant to hum a few bars. Even if you're phoning it in in a little side roll, you still gotta hum a few bars. He's gonna be expected to be in some ensemble singing, I, I believe. If I was Miss Jen, I would have said, okay, but what's your vocal range? You're tap dancing, but can you, can you hum something for me? But now she says he's the perfect LeFou and we're gonna get the Gaston number. So we're gonna have to see it at some point. So start working on it, Big Red. So the cast list goes up and what's the face got Bell. So happy for What's a Face. And the mean girl, mean Emma Stone, she gets shot down by Miss Jen. Miss Jen's all like, in this school, we stand up for one another. We're nice to people's faces. <laughs> and you may be a good singer, but you're not what we're about here. And I loved it. I was like, yes, Miss Jen, go off sis. And yeah, Ricky got beast. I don't know how. If other gay couldn't have been Belle, he should have been Beast. Other gay is the star here. Also don't remember his name. Don't remember his name, but it might come to me at moments just like it comes to me with Ashlyn. Ashlyn, what's her face? Courtney is Mrs. Potts. I see that. I appreciate that. Oh, we're in the pizza store, by the way. I knew it would be the nude locale. We're We're at the slice shop. Uh, And Nini's FaceTiming everyone, finding out what roles they got. She's just full breaking vocal rest. She's like vocal rest, schmokel rest. And Gina got the Feather Duster, which feels like a waste of her talents. It really, really, truly does. Other Gay got Chip, again, a waste of talents. Carlos got Lumiere, we knew that. We don't know who Cogsworth is. Who's gonna be Cogsworth, guys? This is gonna kick me up at night. Who is going to be Cogsworth? I'm at a loss. I'm stumped. And it's not like Cogsworth isn't an important character. He's pivotal. He's got some of the best lines. Remember when he's showing Belle around the castle and he says, if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Like that's high quality comedy. We need Cogsworth in this show. And EJ got Gaston, so he has to kiss his cousin. So that's interesting. And they all get cupcakes with their little character on it. It's cute. It's cute. It's a cute scene. And I was like, what a lovely way to end the episode. We've got Nini playing the ukulele doing her version of the anthem, which is nice because you can tell that her style and her worldview is persevering despite the fuddy-duddy Miata. And so I'm like, what a cute, beautiful scene. But then it pulls out of the frame and there's mean Emma Stone watching along. And she's stalking them. And she's phoning up the North High switchboard. And the North High switchboard <laughs> is just this Siri voice being like, welcome to the North High switchboard. Please say what teacher name or department you are looking for, which would never happen. They would never set up a voice system that way, but they just say that so she can get a nice close tight shot on her. And she says, drama. And that's the end of the episode. So she's defecting to North High are we to believe she'd change schools just because of a school musical? Perhaps. I mean, does she even know of Little Mermaid is cast yet? I don't know. Or she's gonna be a spy. Like, come on, babe. It's just a high school musical. And you saw their production of high school musical last year. It wasn't that great. And as they point out in this episode a few times, a lot of the characters in that show got changed out at interval. So it wasn't a very consistent performance piece. But she, she wants to be a part of it. So she's going to mess some sh- stuff up with North High. Can't wait to see it. What an ep. What an ep. Is this Me Mia 2? Because here we go again. I loved it. And I'll see you next week for more of the same, I believe. Now that we've got a cast, let's get some rehearsals happening. Also, I want to see Derek Hoff do a number. It's time. It's time. And on that note, see you next week. Bye.